such a great Thank you so much, Sister Rifa, Sister Tashina, Reverend Howard, for such a beautiful service, the worship, the sharing. And I welcome everyone on this platform, Sister Onisia Shack, all the way from Canada. Sister Tamar just landed in New York. Seven of us, seven means completion. I thank you for joining us. When there's seven, it feels like 7,000. Doesn't matter the number because yeah. God is in the center of it all. I give him praise and I give him thanks. And I do believe nothing is impossible with God. That's the title of my message. I'm going to be short. Well, I will try because I won't hold you forever like what Pharaoh did to the children of Israel. Let God people go. So I let you go. However, I realize that I've been traveling more since the COVID, since we are in this pandemic. I'm a flight attendant, so I'm accustomed to traveling. But since the pandemic, I realize that I have been traveling more. And that is God, because nothing is impossible with him. You know, I just came in last night when Reverend Bold asked me to preach. I said, it's not my time because I should have been next week. But you have to avail yourself when God calls. You avail yourself unto him because he's able to do whatever he wants to do through you. So I humbled myself and I accepted the, this, this, this message this morning. Not in, uh, you know me, I'm going to argue a little bit. But then I say, God, I'm doing it as unto you. So pray for me and pray with me as I open to the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Lord, I thank you for new life horizon. I thank you for the opportunity that we can come on this line and speak your word to the people on Mixalar and on Zoom. Father, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, oh God. Use this vessel as, and use this clay as only you can. You get all the praise and all the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, I got two different topics before doing this message. I got change. I heard the word change, atmosphere change. And I started the message by doing atmosphere change. And the Lord changed it. It's about three days or four days I had to prepare. And I said, Lord, you know, I need wheat. And he said, go and tell my people. Go and tell the women, the men in New Life Horizon that nothing is impossible with God. So this morning, I'm here to share with you that nothing is impossible with the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. And I'll be reading from the book of Luke. My friend Luke, Luke being a doctor, he documented most of the miracles in this chapter of Luke. Read your Bible and you will see most of the miracles are recorded in, in Luke. And I'll be just reading from verse 36. I'm not, I'm, I'm not speaking about the birth of Jesus. I'll be speaking about nothing is impossible with him. And I'll be reading just verse 36. From Luke chapter 1, verse 36 and 30, 37, the angel answered, this is angel Gabriel, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, though the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, Elizabeth is a cousin, is going to have a child. In her old age, this makes me smile, because that's my prayer. And she who has said to be barren is in her sixth month, is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. My brothers and sisters, this is interesting, because we know this story. This story is told maybe every Christmas. But this verse, nothing is impossible, takes place as Mary questioned the angel Gabriel on how she would conceive, on how she would become pregnant, because I am a virgin. 
It announces the conception and the birth of Jesus, the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, the great I am, the savior of the world. The angel Gabriel visited Mary in her sixth month, in the, in the sixth month. It's in the sixth month that the angel Gabriel visited her and announced to her that the Holy Spirit will come upon her and she will conceive and bear a son and call his name Jesus. And even her cousin Elizabeth, which I put myself there, even your cousin Ruth, because God is able to do the impossible. So this is very encouraging to me, right, Reverend Bolt? So therefore, I want to remind you this morning that nothing, yes, Tamar, is impossible with God. I want everyone on this platform, before I really get into it, to unmute your mic, mic and say with me, Unmute, unmute your mind. Nothing is impossible. Nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. I looked up the word nothing. And nothing, since I'm teaching now, I'm learning more about nouns and pronouns. And nothing is a pronoun. And it takes the place of a noun. So it is, nothing here is the, not, is a pronoun. And it is, it stands on its own. It's an object. It takes the place. So what God is saying, there is nothing that is impossible with me. I looked up the word with, which is a preposition, and it indicates togetherness. So nothing is impossible with the King of Kings. And I see my friend, Pastor Stedman, joining. I see Reverend Collymore. Welcome, because in shock. Nothing, and Stephen, tomorrow, nothing is impossible with the King of Kings. He told me this morning to tell all of you on this line that he is the great I am. He is the King of Kings. He is the first, and he is the last, and nothing is impossible with him. Nothing means no thing. When I looked up nothing, it says blank. So I took a piece of paper, and this is what nothing is. It's a blank sheet of paper. But nothing is impossible with my God. Nothing. And then I look at the word impossible. Impossible means not able to occur, not able to exist. It's impossible. It's inaccessible. It's impractical. It's absurd. So we're looking at the three words here, which is a nothing, which is a pronoun with God. He didn't say in God, with God and, not, and the impossible. My brothers and sisters, the word nothing can be translated no thing, no word, meaning no word will be impossible with God. He always perform what he said he would do. This verse is meant to declare the greatness of God. It's just a verse I'm using this morning when I said it to my husband, it's a Ruth, you need to expound. But that's what the Lord told me to tell you that nothing, it's, it, it means it's it meant to explore his power. Nothing is too large for him. Nothing is too massive for God to handle. This truth, nothing is impossible. Is it equally true for me and you? For all things, are in him and of him and for him. God is the supernatural power behind everything, behind us. He's inside of us and behind all of his promises. God is the truth behind all of his word. He is the truth in this book. He is the truth. He is the God who is the omniscient behind all his counsel. He is the supernatural being. God is great beyond his ability. As we see this beautifully displayed in the, in, the, in the gospel, in the ministry of Jesus, we see Jesus perform so many miracles and it can only be the Holy Spirit that was inside of him that he could perform so many miracles. Let us just cover just a few. He parted the Red Seas. It's not just one. 
He parted it when Moses was going over and he parted it again when Joshua was going over. He blessed Sarah, and I like this one, with a baby at the age of 90 and Abraham was 100 years old. So I'm telling you, Pastor Stedman, it is possible. We see him feeding the 5,000 people with five loaves and two fish. Jesus raised the dead three times throughout his ministry. And I will give you the scriptures because I want you to read it. Because as I said, if you study the book of Luke, my doctor Luke, he gives us most of the miracles. And the three times to his miracle, miracle number one is in Luke chapter eight, verse 41 to 42. I will not be able to read all of them, but this is Jairus' daughter. She had just died. And it was such a fresh death that she was lying on her bed. The mourners had gathered around her. They were weeping. But Jesus went in. He took away the doubters. He went in with Peter and John and he prayed. And this girl got life. Nothing is impossible. Another death was the widow of Nain. And I'm telling you again, read the book of Luke. This is in Luke 7. Verse 12 to 15, the widow of Nain's son had died long enough to be removed from his deathbed. He had put, he was in his grave clothes and placed in a coffin. He was on the shoulder of the poor bearers on their way to bury him. Jesus steps in and life, and he brought life. Another one that Jesus did, he raised his friend Lazarus. He was buried for four days. My brothers and sisters, this man is now decaying. And this is found in Luke chapter 10, verse 38. They're all in Luke. I am so ecstatic about these miracles that Jesus performed. And I'm saying to someone on this platform today, it doesn't matter if your issue or your problem is taken forever or it just happened or it has happened long enough to put on the grave clothes and to be on your way to bury it. I've come to remind you this morning to decree the degree of death with God. It does not matter, for he's the one that says, I am the resurrection and I am the life. He's not just a healer, but he's a dead man, raiser. He will raise everything that is dead. God raises the dead things in our lives, but we have to allow him. He's never too late. He's never too late to save your children. He's never too late to save your husband. He's never too late for a miracle. He's never too late for your healing as, and your health. It's never too late because with God, all things, and I said all things are possible to them that believe. Nothing will be impossible. I want you to understand that God does not just want you to do simple things in your life. He doesn't want to do just simple things. He wants to do the, the impossible. Ask him for the impossible things. Don't ask him for the simple things. So, if, so there is nothing that you're facing that Jesus of Nazareth cannot handle. If God has promised, nothing will stand in the way of his final fulfillment. Nothing. Because the same God who performed all those miracles that I've just told you about, he raised the dead three times. The same God who performed, he will perform many more. And is the same God is still making possible, impossible situations to be possible today. I heard the story was reading and I heard this story. It's a story, it's not my story. I read it, but it is a true story. It's of a missionary in El Salvador who was in a remote region. You all are accustomed, I've been to El Salvador, I used to travel a lot. And El Salvador is a region like in Jamaica, you have garrison area. He was taking food to orphans. He, they had supplied him with a lot of money like oh, we have missions in Kenya. They're also in volatile area. We're trying to supply them with money. So I'm begging you, I'm putting a plug in, I'm begging you, I'm begging you for the money to build the toilet. So he was here 
I don't know his name. And he was trying to feed the orphans and he had acquired a lot of money from the state. And he got into an area where he ran out of gas. No gas in his car. There was no gas station in the area. And as I said before, it was a garrison area, an area where you have thugs, you have gunmen. He panicked. And maybe I would have too. I would have run for my life. Maybe I say, out of here. I'd have come out of the car and maybe run. But he panicked, but he began to pray. Prayer is the catalyst to change. And he said, Lord, I need your help. I need your help, Yeshua. And he said, the Lord opened his ears to hear a little stream, a little stream of water that was flowing by the road. So he got out of his car and he went. And he, I don't know if he pushed the car as close as it is to the stream. And he filled his tank with water. You must think that he's crazy. He filled the tank with water. And he said, he said the Lord spoke in his heart and said, son, son, daughter, if I can turn water into wine, I can turn water into gasoline. He hit the ignition button and the car started to roll. That's my God. That's the God of the impossible. I'm not telling you to go and try that. Because that might maybe mess up your car. You have to hear. You have to hock in your ears to him and hear what he's saying to you. So don't go and throw because we know the prices of gas have gone sky high. I, I for one, when I'm driving around, my sisters will tell you, I look at every gas station. I am going for the cheaper gas. Gas is my sister Prudence is online. She says it's a waste of time. I go far to get the inexpensive gas. But this man had water in his tank. And it became gasoline. Please, I'm telling you though, I wouldn't recommend this, but nothing is impossible with God. Nothing. I'm also reminded of the story of Elijah in 1 Kings chapter 18 from verses 41 to 45. I'm going to try and see if I can find this one quickly and read just this one. I've read the nothing is impossible, but I'm going to read the first Kings. Or if anybody can find it and read it for me, I would appreciate first Kings 18 from verse 41 to 45. Whoever finds it, read it. All right. Do I have a reader? Oh, okay, then I will just read it. And, and Elijah said to Ahab, go and eat and drink, but there is no sound of heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel, bent down to the ground, put his face between his knees. As, as he, and he go and look toward the sea. He said to the servant, go and look toward the sea. He told his servant. And he went up and looked. There is nothing, he said. And we know that nothing is impossible with God. The servant said, there is nothing. Seven times, Elijah said, go back. The seventh time, the servant reported a cloud as small as a man fist. It's a fist, it's a man's hand or a fist. It's raising from the sea. The cloud is raising from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch your chariot and go down before the rain stops. We're going to have rain, rain in abundance. Meanwhile, the sky grew dark, grew black. The wind rose, a heavy rain came on, on, on and Ahab rode off to Jezreel, the power of the Lord came upon Elijah and tucking his cloak in his belt, he ran ahead, he ran ahead of Jezreel. My brothers and sisters, when Elijah heard the sound of an abundance rain, you see faith was the key. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. As our brother read early on this morning, Faith must be number one in your life for the impossible to happen. 
And I say it again, because without faith, it is impossible to please him. So Elijah went on top of the Mount Carmel, and that is in first verse 42. He bent down to the ground, put his face between his legs, and he began to pray. He's in the fetal position. So what did he do to get this wink? Compared to that three and a half years, there was drought. Some of us are experienced drought in our lives. And the Lord is saying to us this morning, bend down, put your head between your knees and pray because there will be rain. He prayed, but sometimes we need someone to help us. We need destiny helpers or a friend or an intercessor to look out for us. And as we pray, we look to see what God is doing. We look to see because it doesn't happen at the moment. Is the seventh time and seven speaks of completion. Seven is a profound word in the Bible. On the seventh day, God rested. He had completed creating the heavens and the earth and he rested. When we pray and have faith, as I just said, we need a partner to go and look for us. But when we pray, we must believe. We must, must believe because faith is the key. And in Hebrews 6 and verse 11, as Reverend Bold read, without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone that comes to him must believe that he exists and that he reward those who earnestly seek him. We have to pray. So for the impossible to happen, not because God said nothing is impossible, Yes, Mary was minding her own business, but Mary was special in the eyes of Jesus. Sometimes we pray, but do we really believe? We think we believe. And I'm speaking to myself. Elijah prayed. He told his servant to go and look. And he said he saw nothing. But I'm here to declare this morning that nothing is impossible. Bend down. Bend down and put your head between your knees, the fetal position, and pray and watch God. Elijah knew rain was coming. Miracles happen when we pray. Let us open the doors to signs and wonders. The Bible said that the seventh time, the servant reported, I saw, I saw, I have seen a cloud. You will have Nothing when you pray without faith. That's the only time you will have nothing is when you pray without faith. The servant had six handful of nothing because remember he went six times and there was nothing. So you have to continue to pray and live through the nothing, live through the handful of nothing, live through the times of difficulty because the answer is coming. The seventh hour will come if you push through prayer, but you gotta push. You're gonna need destiny helpers to help you and they must be in unison with you. You can't be praying and they are wondering something else if something else is gonna happen. Iron strengthens, sharpens iron. So you need to be on one accord as you pray. Elijah was ecstatic. He said, get off the mountain. A flash flood is coming. We have been seeing that in Jamaica now in Montego Bay. If there's a flash flood, people, houses, lives also have been sucked out. He out Elijah outran the horse. Elijah was no young man. But the Holy Spirit again, just like it came upon Mary, it came upon Elijah. It gave him strength. It gave him tenacity. It gave him the boldness. And he ran ahead of the chariots. My God is faithful. He was even faster than Usain Bolt, faster than Reverend Bolt. He went ahead of the chariot, ahead of Ahab, and got to Jezreel because he prayed the Holy Spirit strength. You can't do nothing without prayer. I'm saying to you this morning, wait on the rain. Wait on the latter rain. Don't get discouraged. Don't run ahead of yourself. Wait, but you'll have to wait 
in prayer and in faith. How many miracles do I miss? How many miracles do we miss? Because we never waited. When God sends a little breakthrough, as he said to the Israel, as you go through and you're stepping into the promised land, I take you through little by little. I send you little by little because sometimes we cannot appreciate and accept the greatness that he gives us. So sometimes he gives us the little by little. The cloud that, it, that the servant saw was a feast and it became abundant, abundance of showers. Great rain came down. We miss our miracles sometimes because we don't wait. We miss it because we don't wait. I'm imploring you this morning, wait on the impossible. And when God gives you a little, start rejoicing because your miracle has begun. I want us all to give Jesus a loud shout of, of hallelujah. Shout to him on this platform. Open your mic and say hallelujah to the king of kings. Hallelujah. The Lord is saying to us, hallelujah. he's our maker. He's our deliverer. Yes, yes, he I is. am your provider. Yes. Run in the rain. Yes. Run Lord. in the miracles. Run, Sister Rifa. Run, Reverend. Yes. Run to Sheena. Run Prudence. Run Tamar. Run Misha. Run Shaq. Run all of you into your miracle. Hallelujah. I'm encouraging you this morning to run. Do not just sit back and wait. Because God is the one who will see your miracle through. Have faith and believe. But my brothers and sisters, you have heard about the, all the miracles. And you have heard what God can do. But I'm going to give you now the biggest miracle blocker. You've already heard it. It's just the opposite. The biggest miracle block about the impossible not to happen is the lack of faith and doubt. You cannot doubt. Read again Hebrews 11 and verse 6. Or Hebrews, the entire chapter of Hebrews. What prevents his promises is unbelief. Because when you, you actually question the word of God when you don't believe. And I don't think there's anyone on New Life Horizon platform that is doing that, right? We all doubt and we all lack faith sometimes. And I would like to share with you one last story. I'm coming to a close. I tell you, I'm not going to keep you for very long. The story that is found again in the book of Luke. I did read Luke. As I said, I had three days to prepare, but I went into Luke and I saw all the miracles popping up. But this one is found in Luke 8, verse 43 and 47. And I would like Reverend Bo to read that for me quickly. It's with Luke the woman one. with the issue of blood. Luke, Luke 8, one. from verse 43 to 47. We all know that story so well. How that woman was sick for 12 years. 12 years she was carrying. She must have become anemic. Maybe she couldn't even walk. And she pushed and she pressed. Luke chapter 8. I should have told you early on from verse 43 to 47. 43. Uh... To 47. She, mu she must have consulted even Dr. Luke. Yeah. Are yeah, you I ready? Yeah, I found it. Thank you. As he went, the people crowded him. And a woman having an hemorrhage for 12 years who had spent all her living on physicians but could not be healed by anyone came behind him and touched the fringe of his garment and immediately her hemorrhage dried up. Jesus said, who touched me? When everyone denied it, Peter and those who were with him said, Master, the crowds are pressing against you. And you say, who touched me? But Jesus said, someone touched me, for I perceive that power has gone out from me. 
When the woman saw that she was not hidden, she came trembling and falling down before him. She declared to him before all the people why she had touched him and how she was healed immediately. Then he said to her, daughter, be of good cheers. Your faith has made you well. Go in peace. Amen. Amen. Daughter. The last thing that Reverend Paul just read. Daughter, your faith is because of faith has made you well. Go in peace. So the only way we can arrive at this impossible is pushing through faith. She defied all Levitical law because the Messiah was Jesus himself. And you cannot touch uh, uh, the Messiah when you're covered in blood. But she defied that. She wanted her miracle. So she forgot about who is beside her, or who is around her, because she said, today, I want to touch the hem. She forced herself. Sometimes we need to push. We give up too easily. And I must tell you, I tend to push a lot. I remember back in the days when I was flying and I was going into LA to buy my, my clothing, my wares or my shop. I had a store and I called the hotel that I normally stay and they said to me, there is no room in the inn, there is no room. And I said, God, the God that I serve, everything belongs to you. The earth belongs to you. Find me a room, I'm going, I'm on the flight. And I call again, if you know me, I'm a pusher, right, Rev? <laughs> I tend to push, oh, I yes. stop, I push, because God wants us to push. And when I got to Los Angeles, I was, I was positive, because I say, I'm not going to let any negative. And I walked up, and I'll never forget, this is a long time ago, but the roof that I am, no, I don't accept no that easily. So I went, I went up. And I said, I'm Ruth Dyer Straw at the time, and I have a room here. And they remember me because I used to go there quite often. They said, there is no room here. I said, you're going to find a room. And they found a room for me. And right behind me, there was a gentleman who said, I hope I can get one too. And they said, this is the last one. My God is able to do exceedingly abundantly. And I got the room and I stayed in that hotel until it was my time to leave. I pushed and I believe and I had faith. What I'm gonna ask each of you on this platform this morning, what are you carrying for 12 years or for two years or for two months that Jesus is saying, come and touch my hem. Come and touch me, come to me in prayer and I will relieve you, I will release you of your burden. Just come and touch me. The Lord is saying to us this morning, continue to push, continue to press, continue to push, continue to press, and I will come through, but you must have faith. Jesus said again in verse 48, daughter, Denise, Misha, Stephen, Sean, Onisia, your faith has healed you. Go in peace. I'm saying to you this morning, faith is the key to unlock your miracle. Don't stop believing, the song says. Faith is the key. Don't stop believing. In him you'll find your peace of mind. I just changed the words. But God is able. Another one, God is able to do. Just what he said he's gonna do, he's gonna fulfill every promise in you. So don't give up on God. He won't give up on you. He is able. And I'm also saying to you, stop coming to church. Stop coming to NLH and expect nothing. Stop going to your church and expect nothing. Start saying, it is, it, is, it is impossible for my God to do nothing. If I stand in faith, he will come true. God wants to do the impossible in your life. God wants to do the impossible in your life. Will you allow him? 
I don't care what you're going through, what stage cancer you're at, what level of your diabetes, your high blood pressure, because nothing is impossible if you believe. Nothing is impossible if you believe. It didn't matter that the stage of death with Jairus' daughter, the widow's son that had been long dead, Lazarus was in the tomb, the woman with the issue of blood. It didn't matter what stage, God can make the impossible happen. I'll say it again, God can make the impossible happen. Once again, I want you to open your mind and just give God a praise, a crazy praise for the impossible. For the next three seconds, just fill this platform with praise. I give you praise, Lord. Open your eyes. I thank you. Praise you. You are my God. You are my King. You are my Lord. Glory. The impossible. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. like you're carrying an abundance of miracle working. Hallelujah. Act like you're carrying an abundance of rain right where you are in Mixalar. Lift your hands and say, Lord, I haven't seen everything. It's just a cloud. Lord, I, Ruth Bolt, haven't seen everything. It's just a cloud. But I am expecting great rain. The latter rain, Father. Do it for your people, Lord. Do it for your children, Lord. For too long, they've only seen the cloud. And I'm asking you this morning to give them the rain, the abundance of rain, the latter rain, Father. Because now I know it is impossible for you to do nothing. It is impossible, God, for you to do nothing, Father. It is so impossible. So we're going to believe. We're going to press in faith like the woman with the issue of blood. We're going to stand on your word. Because on your word is a solid rock. Because if you don't have the word, you can't believe. Nothing is impossible. I will be faithful, God. I will hold on to the promise. I will hold on to the promises of God. Standing on the promises of God, my king. Because nothing, as you heard my sister Flake playing this morning, is impossible when you put your trust in God. I will be like Elijah. I will not be quiet. I'm going to keep sending back my destiny helpers. Keep on looking. Keep on hearing. Keep on pushing like the woman with the issue of blood until the miracle comes. Because God, because my God, my savior, my Yeshua Amashiach, nothing, nothing shall be impossible with you. I can't trust. Yes, you can't trust Misha and nothing happened. You can't trust Stephen and nothing happened. You can't love God and come up with nothing. I can't stand on your word and come up with nothing. You can't. Because nothing is impossible with God. In Isaiah, in closing, I'm closing now. In Isaiah chapter 53 and verse 5, your word said, you were pierced for our transgression. You were bruised. For my and your iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him. And by, what is it? The stripes, we are healed. Got to hold on to the word. You have to know the word. Isaiah 53 and verse 5. Write them down and go back and speak them over your situation. We are healed from our affliction. You have to believe it. Even if I don't see it, I believe it. My affliction will not rise a second time. Let us make a powerful confession in the name of Jesus. 
in the name of Yeshua, that these enemies of affliction, the enemies of pain, the enemy of lack, the enemy of drought in our lives, that I will see no more. Because by his stripes, by his 40 stripes that he went on the cross, we just celebrated Easter last week. It was Resurrection Sunday. We are healed. But you have to believe it. Do not waver in faith. Stand on the rock. Stand on the resurrected power that you have inside of you. You have it. Use it. But your life must also line up. You can't be expecting God to do everything and you're, you're doing nothing. It doesn't work like that. You have a child. You send a child to university. You expect results. When God give us the word, he wants us to see. He said to, Paul said to Timothy, study to show yourself approved. I want you all for the rest of 2022. Today's April 24th. Read the word, Ruth. Speaking to myself. Meditate on it. Believe it. And the miracles and the impossibles will become possible. I don't care what the enemy has devoured because the enemy do come in because he's a thief. He's a liar. And what is the other one? Steal and he kills. He's a murderer. Don't let him take your joy away. And he does it in so many different ways. Stand on the word. I can do all things. Philippians chapter four and verse 13. Through Christ who strengthens me. And with God, again, I'm going to say more and more, nothing is impossible. It's not too late for your miracle. If I have an ear to hear and a leg to stand on, God is able to do the impossible. I'll repeat this again. If I have an ear to hear, so you have to be quiet. You have to learn to listen. And if I have a leg to stand on, some people don't have that. Some people are deaf. Some people don't have legs. We have legs. I have two ears. I might be wearing glasses, but we complain. And I complain too much. God is saying, stop the complaining. I can do the impossible. Trust me. Have faith. Don't doubt. Push in prayer. My brothers and sisters, I'm asking you this morning. What impossible situation are you facing today? What impossible situation are you facing today, Ruth? What will it take for you not to declare? What will it take for you not to declare? You believe in the impossible, but you must walk out in it. And how do you walk out with it? You're a child of the king. You are a child of the great I am. He has etched you in the palm of his hands. You're seated with him in heavenly places. You have his DNA. You should walk proud because you're a child of the most high God. Walk out in it and stop complaining. Walk out in it. Whatever it is that you believe in God, God to do for you in your life, you may be asking for a husband. You're asking for your children. You're asking for grandchildren. Maybe asking for a job, your finances. I would like, I would like to partner with you in faith. Write it in the chat because we will be praying. Whatever you're asking God for, if it's not too private, write it in the chat because we'll be going into prayer because we're doing practical things. It's not about just listening to the message, but we are going to pray like Elijah did. He put his head between his legs and he prayed and he there came the rain. I want to partner with you in prayer this morning. I'm not seeing anything in the chat as yet. Maybe it's too private, but then you, they overcame by the word of their testimonies. So if I don't see it, I can't pray. I will be able to pray, but God likes specifics. He likes the specifics. I would like again to partner with you in faith that the miraculous situation that you're believing for will be your greatest reality. 
the miraculous situation that you're believing God for will be your greatest reality because nothing, my brothers and sisters, nothing is impossible with, with God. You can't pray again and come up with nothing. You can't fast and come up with nothing. Wait on the vision and it will come true. Though it tarries, wait. That's my word. Wait on the vision. Though it tarries, wait. But while you're waiting, in prayer and in faith, like Elijah, bend down to the ground. Hearken your ear to the Lord. Listen with your destiny helper and see what God is going to do in your life. He is going to come through, Sister Tashina. You have been waiting. And he said, I am the I am that I am. And I will come through. I will come through. May the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of new life horizon, make the impossible happen to you as you stretch your faith in him this morning. May the God, Father, I thank you, of new life horizon. We want to hear, may the God of Ruth Bolt, may the God of Prudence Dyer, may the God of Sean McCullough, may the God of Shaq Hall, may the God of Misha, May the God of Reverend Collymore and Reverend Stan Steadman make the impossible happen as you stretch forth in faith because he's able to do the impossible. My brothers and sisters, that's the word I got this morning. I didn't plan for this. I wanted to do change. And he said, encourage my brothers and sisters on this platform that he is the God of the impossible. He is the great I am, as we heard in praise and worship. He is the God of Kenya. He is the God of Pastor Ava. We want you to experience the impossible. Don't doubt. Push like the woman with the issue of blood. He will come through. Push like Elijah. Elijah prayed three and a half years and there was no rain. And he went on his knees and reminded God and he ran faster than the horses because the Holy Spirit came upon him. My brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit is inside of us. The resurrected power is inside of us. What are we doing with it? We need to trust him for the impossibles and he will come through. But while you're waiting, rejoice in the small things. That's my word to you this morning. And I want to tell you that word spoke to me because God is faithful. He's faithful. While I was coming on the flight just last night and we landed in Kingston, is the worst landing I've had in my years of flying. But God was faithful. I said, God, remember I'm on the flight. It's American Airlines. And you all know what happened many years ago. They went into the sea, but God came through. Passengers screamed. But all I said, I thank you, Lord. I am on this flight. I will come out victoriously. I will not be harmed. We've got to have crazy faith nowadays. We have to trust him. Trust him, my brothers and sisters. Trust him with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might, whatever you're asking him for. But you have to be obedient. You can't just sit and expect everything to fall into your lap because faith without works is in vain. So the work also, and the work is, you work with the Father. You work with him. You listen to what he's saying to you. Put your ears to his, he will incline your, his ears towards you. And he will do a work that only he can do. And he will get all the praise, and all the glory, and all the adoration. Father, I thank you. I thank you for the word. I thank you that you have made nothing impossible. You turn water into wine. 
You turn gas into gas. You turn water into gasoline. And Father, we are expecting the impossible this week. That there will be great testimonies. And Father, I ask that each and every one of us on this line, Sean, Lucy, Denise, Misha, Prudence, Onisia, Shaq, Stephen, Pastor Stedman, Reverend Collimon, Reverend Both, Tashina, Sister Reefer, and myself, that we will see your hand, that we will receive the rain, the abundance of rain, that we will run like Elijah, we will run to you and lift our hands and give you praise because you are the God of the impossibles. Make the impossible possible because nothing is impossible with you. I give you praise and I give you honor. And let this word not on, 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 on soil that will be father shapen unto you because you're a God that when, you, when a seed is planted, Father, you will water it because if you allow it to grow, it will grow. I thank you for each and every one of us on this platform. Father, give them long lives. Give them lives that they will live to see their great, great grandchildren. And they will see the goodness of God in the land of the living. You make all things new. You turn everything into great things because your word said in Romans 8 and verse 28, all things work together for good to them that love God, but it worked together, God, when we love you. Give us a heart like yours. Remove the heart of stone and give us a heart of flesh as only you can. We give you all the praise and all the honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And amen. Amen. Amen.